Hello, and welcome back for another week of Black Warren Reads. This week, we are continuing Cell of the Score um, with chapters 17 through 20. Um, if you have the book and would like to follow along, that's where we are. Tonight's voice cast, <clears throat> Nick Black Warren will be read by myself. Um, Vincenzo Dion Saracusa, unfortunately, will not be read by Dave tonight, so I'm going to be picking up for that. Um, Reese Llewellyn is going to be read by Renard Deflaro this week, who will also be taking on the role of Thomas Canmore. Luckily, there is not another scene where the two of them are both in the same scene. <laughs> um, Sky Sisk will be reading for um, Shiko Akimura. Kez will be reading for Ms. Fallingleaf and possibly some other um, miscellaneous stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, before we begin, as always, I would like to take a page from one of the great storytellers, LeVar Burton. I would like any free, I would like everyone to take a deep, cleansing breath. And begin. Settle the Score by Vaughn R. DeMont. Chapter 17. Bastardas, buddy. We don't fuck the day away. I mean, yeah, it was good and tender and, you know, all that shit that happens in romance novels. But at the end of the day, this ain't that kind of story. Got it? A girl is dead, and a fucking noble is using a goblin as a disposable patsy. So, gotta keep them priorities straight. Spending a few hours exploring each other's bodies would be fun and sweet. But it'd burn fucking time that Reese might not have. You know what I'm saying? And that, buddy, is why Reese and I are in fresh clothes and walking the quad at Laura University. It's one of those, uh almost ivy kind of places good prestige high price plenty of legacy students and more money walking around tall trees a place of education cordoned off from actual fucking reality everything's gotta be top flight top tier a1 platinum grade on a crisp autumn day you got people walking around in branded clothes for the college leaves on the ground here and there past peak foliage you know the kind of place you have fantasized about going to when you're young and poor and don't quite know that the world don't work like that yet and yeah we're getting a wide berth from the peep from people if even the mythics and yes we've both been asked about 20 times if we're holding weed or adderall I have to wonder what college would have been like for me. Reese is looking around, wearing some of my clothes that are baggy on me, but fit on him. If I hadn't had so many choices made for me from one terrible day. Yeah, um, what happened? 
I mean, if you're okay with saying that is, you said your uncle was trying to kill your brother? It's fine. We still don't know what happened to him. He wasn't the best of people, but I'd never known him to be violent. My only suspicion was he had been poisoned, perhaps, or enchanted to fly into an uncontrolled rage. I was a child. I only wanted him to stop scaring us. There was no malice in my heart when I struck. Just fear. I didn't believe he would die. I, I hardly knew what death was yet. And shortly after, the Black Warren sent someone for me. I never saw my mother or brother again. That must fuck with you. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, it, uh, it is. I am aware, at least, that my mother and brother are still alive and faring well enough for themselves as much as one can in Swansea. I've had my years to come to terms. I send them something for Yule under a different name, mind you. But I'm certain they know it's from me. He looks to me. And you? Ever thought about what your life would have been like had you attended university? I gotta laugh. <laughs> would you believe me if I told you I was gonna go here? He stops at one of the unattended benches and takes a seat. Well, it's unattended once we look, both look like we're gonna sit there. That will require more explanation, Keo. Hand of the gods. I had a free ride all set up on athletic scholarship for gymnastics. I was hot shit out in California, you know. I ain't as good as shape, but I try to keep it up in my off days. I'm sensing a complication to this. <laughs> You'd be right. You see, uh, this is a triple-A school. You know, Division 1A for gymnastics. Olympus, uh, Olympic scouts come here. Know what I'm saying? So that means when you sign a kid from out in California that blew your scout away, you gotta go through the standard shit. Including a background check. I lean back against the wood slats that make up the back of the bench. And that was it. Check of the past, I see. Uh, nope. One Google search, and up comes Colton Blackwine, my pa. And the guilty verdict of multiple murders and his address at the time being the Supermax wing at Kirkland. A law sent a we regret to inform letter, and since it was past June, I didn't have any backups since the ward was out on me now. And that was it. I moved from California to here to make a go of it. I mean... What the fuck else are you going to do when you're one of us? I get up. All right, all right. Enough of that pity party bullshit. We got work to do, partner. Let's go. The target of that go would be the music department of Allure University in the, um, the fine arts building, where your painters and sculptors and artists and musicians tend to gravitate into that protected bubble where you can just make art all day and not worry about how you're going to pay for it all. <laughs> Most of them don't gotta, obviously. I mean, this place, this game, is rigged for the rich kids with $200 an hour tutors who can make anybody sound good with enough studio magic. Now, Bridget won't one of those people, but honest, she won't no financial case either. You know, don't make her talent any less than or mean she hadn't earned it. 
just means she didn't have those weights. I I'm sorry, buddy. This is what this place did to my brain, you know? Put someone like me in a place built on inequality, and I'll need a forklift to carry the fucking chip on my shoulder. Now, we kind of stick out, yeah, but we ain't here to blend in as students, and I was fortunate enough to get a pack of something from Chenzo to sell the new business. Should we speak with professors, instructors? It seems like they would be the most likely to remember her. Uh, put that in the back burner, I think. Gotta have that CYA in academics, you know? Especially if we start asking questions about a dead girl. Figure cops had to do the due diligence, even if that dwarf confessed, so... They might have had to answer all these questions before. Um, try the students first in the rehearsal spaces, um, then the instructors if we ain't getting nowhere. Failing that, we'll check around the art department. The MFA and BFA kids tend to skip, stick together. Then let's begin. <sighs> Don't know her. Didn't know her. Oh, was that the girl who, that was killed? So sad, but didn't know her. A few more didn't know her much. Oh, she was in another group, kept to herself. <sighs> didn't know her. This is investigating, by the way. Canvassing, I, I think they call it. They ain't all going to be winners, but that's why you charge a per diem, you see, and do the work to earn it. If it was as simple as asking one person, her parents would have done it. Also, when the guy who allegedly did it was found in the room standing over the body and confessed directly to the police. <laughs> Let's face it, the cops and DA ain't going to turn down an easy win. So if Reese and I got to accost, accost a few co-eds, then that's what we'll do. I mean, he's good at it. Ask some questions that I didn't think of that I can follow up on. Are we keeping to the humans? Again, good question. Bridget was human, so you had to figure her friends and colleagues would be human too. But if she drew the attention of one of the fair folk... He doesn't add to the question, just leaves it out there, open. Probably because of all, with all those oaths, he can't add anything more than that. He's trusting me to pick up the lead and go with it. So, you know, that we're thinking on the same through lines. And keeping to the music department. I would imagine she had acquaintances in her other courses as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get that look after. I see someone over there. I move toward her, but I take, a, I take pains to do so in a non-aggressive way. If humans see us as the worst of humanity, it ain't too much to guess how young women see us as we're moving toward them. Hands visible, open, relaxed, pitch the voice up a couple steps like a kid in a high school tour that got lost. Excuse me, miss? Uh, sorry to bother you, but did you ever know a girl named Bridget O'Hare? Played piano? Sound hopeful. Like, you want to get an autograph of some shit. I actually would. She was pretty fucking good. Best to put her at ease, so... I can ask the questions before she pulls the drawbridge. Uh, figuratively. Why are you asking? She's mid-twenties. Dressed smart. Hair back, stretching her fingers and hands to keep them loose. And she's a bit wary. But she also got eyes like fucking fire opals. Uh, excuse me. 
I take out a business card and hold it out to her. Nick Osen, uh, Blackwall and Asset Recovery. Uh, this is my associate, Mr. Gwynn. Reese nods. We were hired by Ms. O'Hare's parents to recover something of hers that hasn't come up since Ms. O- Mrs. O'Hare. Ah, sorry. Looking to recover something of hers that hadn't come up since Miss O'Hare's tragic death. You mean her murder? A glare? Well, it's earned. And that's what makes it fucking tragic, miss. Uh, did you know well, miss... Reese, God's bless him, got a notebook out, and is scribbling away. Falling leaf. She folds her arms. Black Warren, you're with the left hand? Yep, definitely a she. But given that apprehension in her voice, I'm guessing she's more on the half side than full blue blood. I, I ain't... I'm not working for Captain Black Warren, no. Simply the same last name. And your red cap associate? Now she's glaring at Reese, but still tense. Miss Fallingleaf, if I had any desire to harm you, I will not do such a thing in a public place. How could he be so matter-of-fact about that? We are here for simple information to right a wrong, nothing more. Your name and involvement will be kept out of any record for the kingdom, and in our records, you will only be acknowledged as Source Eleven. Would that be acceptable? She sighs. Looks about to confirm to the, you know, looks about to confirm that the room is clear. What do you want to know about Bridget? Uh, I've been looking up her social media, uh, watching her streams up until the last one a month ago. The one where she composes a score for a disaster movie that's also a romantic comedy? <laughs> she smiles a bit at that, and I nod. That wasn't from last month. That was from April. But uh, the post date was from September. I tilt my head a little while Reese gets that down. Those are the streams that she did for her patrons. Pay 20 a month, get access to the stream, pay 50, give suggestions for what show compose. Should be on her website, I think. She takes out a phone, starts tapping away at it. Could you try it? I'm not getting it. Uh, I think the Wi-Fi dropped on me. So, I do, and... Fucking 404? It was working earlier! I look at her. That's... Off? Uh, anything on a website that might be important, you think? She was keeping a blog, and the thank yous to her top patrons, of course, but those are all usernames, if I remember right. What was missing that you're trying to find? Shit. Ugh, that would be golden fucking information. List of suspects for damn sure. Eh, spilled milk and all that fuckery. Might as well keep on. Uh... Did she ever speak of a symphony that she was walking on? Her eyes go wide. That's what's missing? She's putting everything into that. I think she mentioned she'd been working on it since high school. Yeah. We know that. Though it makes the symphony all the more precious. Her life's work. Any idea where she might have hit it? Or put it? Reese follows up. Or a copy or storage, especially for students? Glad I brought him. I wouldn't ask that. 
She shrugs. Maybe, I don't know. The twin blood looks at my cod. You're really trying to find it? Give it to her parents? Who will give it to the conservatory? Yeah. If I can think of anything else, I'll call you, but that's all I have right now. Did she have a boyfriend, Miss Fallingleaf? Reese asks. And I gotta admit, I should have asked that question too. It's almost always the boyfriend, you know? Or girlfriend, or non-binary partner. Investigating, yeah, but I don't know a fucking life. I never saw anyone, but we weren't close friends. Just shared rehearsal spaces and talked about music. She was quiet if she wasn't doing it for her fans. Bridget was starting to come out of her shell, I think. Might have been a guy, but I figured you can't do all those live streams without building some confidence. Hmm. Something to follow up with the parents on. If she was the type to share that sort of information. I really do have to go, though. I have a rehearsal in five minutes. We won't detain you, Miss Fallingleaf. Reese steps out of her way. Even though she goes to the door behind her. Thought that it counts, yeah? So, now what? Eh, got a few things to follow up. Look for a site on the Internet Archive, text her mom, and ask if she was dating anyone. Maybe look into the why the most recent stream is from over five months ago. Again, the feeling we're looking at a she-noble. I mean, look at this place. It's a haven for brilliant artists and musicians. <laughs> That's fucking catnip for those pricks. Coffee? Um, no offense, but weak tea won't do for me. I snark. <laughs> Caffeine hound? <laughs> You're in the right place. Gotta be at least a dozen little places here to pick up a chocolate-covered coffee beans. Reef weighs his hand, disgusted. Ugh, no. No caffeine snacks, no abhorrent energy drinks, or posh, over-designed, over-tweaked, over-priced imitations. I want coffee. Black. Ah, so you're just a snob. I smirk, and he responds in kind as we stop at a kiosk in the building. Still more to look at. I got the feeling we ain't done here yet. Uh, city roast for him, masala chai for me. Then an indulgent look to my partner, to which he grumbles. Oh, fine, fine, I've got it. He fishes some bills out of his pocket, passing them to the work-study student behind the counter. Apple scone for him to keep the change. We all tend to do that, by the way, so they don't think that, you know... We're going to rob them or swindle cash up front. Yeah. Let me start that again. We all do that, by the way. So they don't think we're, tr we're going to rob them or swindle cash up front. More than the cost. Keep the change. Friendly as fuck. He just manages it better, you know, with the tingles of English and Welsh in his accent. Also, he got me a scone because he noticed me crying it. I got him city roast because it's past first crack, but sweet. Oh, fucking. Now we're fucking flirting by proxy? Ugh. Shadow, take me. We do leave, though. Because a couple goblins standing around's only going to invite attention neither of us want. A chat with some of the staff eventually finds us someone who will tell us that all any lockers are cleared out at the end of the semester and Bridget graduated in May. Pretty sure she was hanging around and shit, but eventually she had a place. 
which is now my place. Dead end, buddy, is what I'm saying. So we end up back out in the quad where we ain't going to draw attention and make trouble. Though, more humans ask us if we're selling weed or coke or speed. Reese ignores them, and I just tell him to fuck the fuck off. I must ask, what is your issue with the C- with the she? It can't be as simple as their station. Reese is peering at me. Guess there's gotta be this sort of talk between partners if you gotta trust each other when shit hits the fan. Uh, <laughs> don't know what part of the city you grew up in, Sebus, but in my neighborhood, those prissy fucks never missed an opportunity to piss down on us. Privileged assholes who didn't do shit other than be born, and I gotta bend a knee? <sighs> gotta keep my mouth shut when they call me a sewer rat? <laughs> Talking like they're big shit when they're so fucking far behind the rest of the world. <laughs> On fucking cue, buddy, one of them hoity-toity fucks sneers at me walking by. Oh, don't you fucking turn your nose up at me, you shit! And now Reese's hand is on my mouth. The she and his buddies laughing as they walk away. And this is why I call you Keo. What purpose would it serve, honestly? You're trying to score points in a game he's already won. Fuck you, okay? I look away. Fuck, I, I gotta breathe or some shit. This ain't helping Bridget. My eyes meet his. You know I'm fucking smart, right? This is just how I talk. I watched you deduce an entire investigation while I was unable to give you any concrete answers. He kisses me softly and meets my eyes again, warmly. Yes, Kill. I know you're smart. Good. Because it's more than just a simple socioeconomic grudge that I bear against the fairer folk, it's also the rampant abuse of honor and privilege, which has no basis other than some obscured, titled ancestor from centuries back and worlds we all fled from. Such actions merely make their kith and kin into a nigh-literal personification of stagnation, despite the fact that they anoint themselves as children of champions... Ch uh, uh. That they anoint themselves as children, as champions of human ephemera, which is chaotic and emotional by nature. Yet, they denounce the one kith that can legitimately claim descendants from the dreamers they purport to hold in such high fucking regard. The goblins. I look at him. But I shouldn't have to talk all highfalutin to make a fucking point, you know? He nods to me. I know, but it sounded like all that was pent up and you needed to get it out. Our next leg of the investigation? Eh, go with the art department, like you said. Just because we whiffed out here with the music majors don't mean that Bridget never talked to any of them. Sides, I'm getting a bad sort of feeling. We're walking again, side by side. It's getting later in the day, closer to noon, so the quad is busier. We walk closer together to make us seem less threatening. Well, Pa and Mom taught me to keep my hands in my pockets, head down, no eye contact, hood up if I can help it, blend into the crowd. But, there's an easier way that I picked up from Chenzo. Do what the humans do. So, 
We both walk forward, our phones out, tapping and texting away, or at least pantomiming it on my part. Is it that surprising that nothing says we're humans like you better than fucking around on a smartphone while walking through a crowd? <laughs> the arts building is across the quad, named for Frida Kahlo. She didn't go here or anything. Just that, you know, when it comes to light, that the original person, the person, ah, start that again. But when it comes to light, that the original person the building was named after had a trove of Nazi stolen art. You try to find someone who that'll, you know, appease the lefties that you still got on campus. It's open to the public, but only the first floor where the student gallery is. My eyes only slightly above, um, would give it a like on Insta. And it don't seem like Reese is much better seeing as we just look at the paintings with either simple appreciatives or... Huh. Mind telling me what your bad feeling was? We're sitting on a bench, set before a mural that I'm sure is very good. I mean, the colors are nice? I thought you would follow up on it, but you started doing a Sudoku. Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering how they met, you know? Whoever it was behind all this, if they're a she, well, why go here looking for a musician? They gotta be everywhere here. Especially over in the theater district, so why approach a college student? Do you want me to answer, or are you working it through? He's looking at me, smiling a bit. It seems you have the more deductive mind, perhaps the Socratic method? I swing my leg over the bench to straddle it, face him head on. Sure, could work. What would they have to gain by approaching someone that young and unestablished if they could easily fascinate any number of artists? Hmm. Well, they don't have any connections yet. I mean, you could dazzle them with a pat on the head and promises of fame. Everyone's looking for that big break, you know? The red cap matches my sitting position. And the she do adore the role of muse. He's wincing. Uh, there's more he wants to tell me, I know. But he's treading close to the line for his oaths. Fuck. It's like reading a mystery where your friend already knows who did it and the how and the why. Only in this case, given spoilers, might kill him. I rub my head. Uh, I gotta think this through. Luckily, I got a scone, a scone and chai to serve as socially acceptable pauses. Uh, think, black wine. There's all kinds of reasons for she to find people on a college campus. I pick her. Maybe they prefer music, and that's why they chose, uh... Wait. Maybe I'm looking at this too... nice? Maybe I don't want to think about it, but, uh... Are we... Fuck. I take it breath because buddy i don't want to consider this but we're talking to fair folk here are we sure there was only bridget and now i look at reese with renewed concern reese llewellyn did you no i can't speak to anyone else this, this could have happened to but i had no hand in 
He's clutching his chest like he did before. You, you don't got to answer. You don't got to answer. Both of us breathe relieved. He was telling the truth, at least not killing anyone else besides the uh, 19, that is. But that was red cat business. I mean, don't make it okay, Avi. But no other humans, at least. So why would his oaths start digging in? There were others. You don't have to answer. I get a silent nod in return. More meant as not wanting to answer, but I choose to take it as, yes, there were absolutely others that this happened to. Then I can. So I guess this means we're broadening the search. I take out my phone and dial the one person who can help me with this. Fuck, Nick. You calling again? Can't even wipe your ass without me. Is that it? Chenzo sounds aggravated. Aggravated, yeah. But that's generally his default, I think. Either that or I'm interrupting his daily nap. I see you're at the college. Yep. You still having your Raymond Chandler fantasies? I'm only letting you get away with that because it's an apt fucking reference, you fucking mama Luke. A sip of my chai while Reese has his notebook out, probably just try to scribe the call for reference later. Just need you to look up if any other art or music students from the university went missing or died in the last year or so. <sighs> Nick? You better not have woke me up to a fucking Google to fucking Google something for you, or I'm charging you a couple points for wasting my time. A soft chuckle. You're slipping. You're slipping, cousin. Your ma would be pissed if you had to lean on me this much. You think I can hack uh, campus security? Police records? Some light cracking at FBI servers with only a general victim profile? Well, shit, Sen. Uh, guess I got no need for a man in the chair. Uh, that, that That's literally what it sounds like, buddy. Uh, the one who gets support from a farm, usually directing jobs with intel and up-to-the-minute info. I mean, uh, fuck. <laughs> if a Luddite could do it, then why does anyone need a grant? <sighs> yeah, piece of shit. You know that? But he's grumbling, so that's a lock. <sighs> what am I looking for, you prick? Uh, artists with no social profile or one that was scrubbed, um... Probably were on scholarships or grants, but no shows or debut on record. Uh, musicians, too, uh, like composers, classically, classically trained pianists, uh, singers, all that. Probably nothing that would interest a she, so nothing modern. Gotcha. No BIPOC. <laughs> One to bread all the way through. I hear him yawn. Guess he wasn't lying about taking a nap. Ugh. Ugh. You know, I could be breaking into places that actually affect real social change, cuz. You hired me to steal fucking crypto, Chen. Fake money. I do agree with you that it's something a coyote probably came up with, though. To that, I get a laugh. Like, my fucking ears are hurting now. You fucking think one of those pool hall hustlers could write it? He didn't cut me off, buddy. He just busted into a 10-minute explanation of how crypto works 
And I am not repeating that for your sake, because I'm not that asshole that's at every fucking party. You're welcome. And I'll, I'll text you what I find. That was enough of a laugh that I left this one slide. Fuck. Coyotes. <laughs> Seeing a computer is something other than a magical porn box. You're fucking killing me, Nick. With that, he hangs up. But that don't mean this investigation is over. It's still light left in the day, but still, I sigh. <sighs> I'm going to have to talk to Tom, because this is something the guard should know about. Should call Captain Blackwell until, you know, keep him in the loop, if only for my sake. The UTA station ain't too far. Uh, ain't the blue line, and but ain't too many transfers to get where we gotta go. Any ideas you got? Angles you want to pursue? We've only had watered-down tea, coffee, and a scone for you, so I was hoping we could get something to eat. I know a place. It's not the Street Diner, but it's down in Grunstadt. Oh, is it the ramen place? Reese looks at me, incredulously. In Little Tokyo? Which one? Uh, the, the one a block or so for ten oaths? I shrug. Uh, I, I gotta light some incense there anyway. You know, drop off a card for the kitsune there. Now he's just blinking at me. Which one? Uh, Akimura Shiko-chan? He breaks eye contact. What? You know what? We travel in similar circles. Must we go to that one? I grin. <laughs> well, we gotta now. End of chapter 17. Chapter 18. Now, uh, Little Tokyo was one of the three prime neighborhoods in Grunstadt. It was originally German, you know, port city. And eventually... The Germans moved to other cities or into richer parts. Now, it's Little Tokyo, Jamaica Town, and the Irish District, or Little Dublin, which is so fucking gentrified there. Hardly any, any, uh, which is so gentrified. Uh, let me start that again. And the Irish District, which is so gentrified there, hardly ain't any actual Irish there anymore, save the puka. Also, um, little neighborhoods here and there for meaty, other meaty chunks of the melting pot. There's also Shoreside. Uh, but if you gotta ask about it, you don't got the money to already know the answers. Little Tokyo, though, has got shrines, tech farms, restaurants on all tiers, clubs, some very expensive hotels, and Ten Oaths Distribution, a rice distributor that supplies to the city and a lot of the state. Out front, Tory gates with statues of foxes as shrines because the whole place is run almost entirely by kitsune you know the fox tricksters that rival the uh, the puka and the coyotes there is some sort of feud and i honestly do not give a fuck about it buddy you shouldn't either you know ain't nothing good ever deal comes from dealing with the trickster i learned that all too well in july Stop at the shrine, though. Take some incense, light it, bow three times, and then put the stick with the others that's still smoking. I'm pretty sure I'm doing... I, uh, I'm pretty sure I ain't doing it right, but good enough for a gaijin, I suppose? Reese does the same, but only after sees me do it. 
probably because ain't no one gonna think of showing any kind of attempt to respect mythics outside the fae but we're on that turf and i sure as fuck ain't gonna piss them off even if we're just stopping for ramen by the way uh i ain't talking about the stuff that you get 200 for 98 cents kind of ramen i'm talking about the real shit omakase is what recess to the server and i indicate the same i ain't too good with japanese but from what i get it means i trust you when you say it to a japanese chef i'm pretty sure it's mostly used for sashimi but i ain't no expert all i know is that a minute or two later a couple bowls are set down in front of us with chopsticks so you bring another goblin black warren kun she hits more on the warren part of my name when you're supposed to hit the black Still, I ain't got a turn to know who just sat next to me. Ah, uh, Konnichiwa, Akimura-chan. I look at her. Did uh, I get that right? I mentioned that this is Kitsune turf. And while they're all trouble, if you make trouble, this is the one fox you do not fuck with. Unlike the other Kitsune, who are russet or pumpkin orange, her fur is black. And while she might be dressed like a bored salary woman receptionist, trust me, she's the fucking boss over at Ten Oaths. Close enough. She also steals some of my Robin, because she can. Reese is focusing on his own bowl, but she can see him when she leans back a couple inches. Anatawa hataraite imasuka? Reese don't look up. I Anatono Kangaida wa Arumasan. You got me, buddy. Uh my Japanese extends to Konichiwa, Domo Arigato, and uh Baka. I read the translations and watch the fucking dubs. Feel free to you're free to avoid my weeb cod. Still, how many fucking languages he fucking speak? I see. The fox peers at me. Then back at him. Kore wa anata no atarashi patana desuka? Wait, wait, wait. That last bit sounded like partner. Watashi wa kari tu isho ni haritari imasuga sono giakode wa aramasan. All right, this shit is getting annoying. Ah, naruhado. Anata wa koibito o tsurete ikimashita. She winks, does that little giggle where she delicately covers her mouth with a hand. <sighs> okay, I know that was something. Guarda, vedere, palo ante atlendingue. I finally butt in. Oh, um, look, see, I can speak other languages too. Cause I ain't an asshole who's just gonna leave you in the dark, buddy. We are leaving him out, Akichan. He adds, I nod in response so I can keep eating my noodles. Fine, fine. I feel her eyes on me again. Is he at least a competent lover? Cue the spit take. <laughs> the the kitsune bust a fucking gut. She ain't covering her mouth this time. Damn foxes. That is between us, Akicha. He holds up a finger. She starts to reply. Don't. I mean, 
I, meanwhile, am apologizing profusely to the chef and cleaning my face. Then what brings two red caps to our territory? The facade is dropped now. Uh, following threads, giving you an update on what we're doing so you don't think we're here for a slit. I reach into my pocket, uh, giving you my card in case you have any of my services again. The fox takes it, inspecting. Black Warren asset recovery. A freelancer outside the feud can be useful, yes. Following leads on what? Nothing related to your feud. At least... I don't think. Uh, doing recovery and maybe solving the murder, murder, possibly a few. Uh, freeing someone from a lethal oath. You know, it's all face stuff, except. Uh, the murder victim was human. Reese says, while well, eating fucking doodles. And we'd prefer not to anger the lightning rod. Are your people that afraid of him? As Rakath go, he's one of the weakest and tamest I've seen in my lifetime. She looks cur- curious. But Kitsune are actually older than they look. I mean, I was alive with the Recluse and Frozen River, you know, right before the Lightning Rod. But I know that there are Fae that remember the Sculptor. And Tom's father, Her Majesty's Reardon, knew a lot. What sort of things do the Fae whisper about him? Reese and I glance at each other. What you got for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say it in unison. Cutie as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know plenty who would give me the information for free. She ain't impressed, but that's why I am who I am. Oh, (laughs) some she, a dwarf, someone who will drop to their knees at the mention of Queen Alana. Mayor Wolf wants us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, It ain't as cute as you think, buddy. You're defeating your own point, Mr. Black Warren. Yeah? You see us on our knees? Huh? You're both seated. Not the point, I say, rolling my eyes. What I'm saying is you ain't hearing from the folk who hear all the rumors and shit talk, even the ones we don't start. The guy killed two Raketh in one night for the throne and then ended the world. Relax, buddy. Uh, he at least made this new one for everybody, and ain't nobody can tell the difference. The fox sighs. I would owe you very, very little. So, I review. I ain't gonna tell all of it, because we ain't got that much time. But I do go into the shoe incident, the blizzards he's caused, that the god of the underworld always seems to be at his beck and call, how he shortcuts through hell... So we don't gotta walk as far. How he forged a weapon that calls down lightning that anyone can use. How he burned an entire clan of vampires to final death in the dead of night by opening a portal to the sunrise. How the dragons of the world and worlds beyond bow their heads to him. How the knights of St. George have been foiled by him again and again. How we resurrected the goddess of spring? Honestly, buddy, I... I ain't got no idea how he's got time to cohabitate with a dwarf. That. Hardly any of that is true. But it served as a worthy distraction from my current ills. The fox peers at me a little closer than I'd like. Are you still a thief, Mr. Black Warren? Even the Kitsune have heard tell of the goblin detective. I facepalm. Hard. 
I'm not a fucking detective. Fuck. Why are you asking anyway? You got work? I don't know if I'll have time considering my current case looking for a noble who murdered a human. And I've gone into why that's a top priority. I believe you will find reason. She slides my noodles over in front of her. Because, of course she does. Reese turns to me and shrugs in a way that implies, why not? <sighs> Fine. Okay. I'll bite. I rest my chin on a propped up hand. What's a thing as important as a murdered human artist, huh? What's she got to do with you? Because she isn't the only one, Mr. Black Warren. A pit drops in my stomach. Oh, fuck. I didn't want to be right about that. I have your attention. Reese and I just stare at her. How... How many? My throat is dry. I feel a little sick. Oh, fucking shadow, please be a low, low number. If your artist is among them? She sips my tea as well. Thirteen. Why have you done nothing, Aki-chan? Reese is rightly pissed. I'm kind of hyperventilating. Thirteen fucking people, that's... Holy fuck, that's... Holy fuck! Because our accord with the Fey Court permits us to hunt only demons in North Alora. Anything else outside of Grunstad or St. Benedict must be reported to your guard. Do not believe, Lucan, that I take this lightly. Your own guard will not investigate. Incidents are silenced, likely outside your queen's immediate influence. Bullshit. I'm glaring at her now. Ain't no fucking way this would all be happening under the nose of the left hand. There's a rule. Don't kill humans. And he was as shocked as I was when he found out the girl wasn't Faye. But that only applies to Redcaps, Nick. Reese speaks up, and I feel cold. Like all the blood's draining from my face. The other clans follow it out of respect and fear of him, but the rest of the Fae... Aren't subject to it. He... He might not even know. I look to the fox. Shiko. Demon hunter of the north side. Is... Is this why you told me this? She taps my van brace. You bear Shadow's Edge. It is courtesy to share mutually beneficial information. I cannot speak for my own clan, but I will not stand idle as innocents are cut down with impunity. Though I do warn them, definitively. I take a deep breath, buddy. This shit just got deeper. Tell me what you know. He has been tracked. So it's a guy, figured. And only one, so not a team or a group, sounds like. Not identified. He vanishes before we are close, so he is vigilant. We have felt... touches? Similar to magic when he does so. I would dare say he could almost vanish into shadow on a cloudless day. That gets my attention. Uh... Do you mean shadow, or like, do you mean the shadow? Mizaki Mora can see the seriousness in my eyes. 
catch the touch of dread on the second. Shadow is our playground, but you are clearly talking about something else. She taps the finger on the counter. You might be wondering how we're having this talk at a ramen stand in public, but trust me, the humans think we're talking about weeb shit, and the mythics know it ain't that fucking business. I'm talking about the shadow, with a capital S. We can use it to muffle sound, create darkness, shadow walk between places instantly. It's supposed to be just a specialty of the red caps or gobs born pretty unlucky you saw the guy in Re recon um was he goblin sized she shakes her head no from the glimpse i had i would place him between 190 and 200 centimeters uh, uh give me a sec um divide by uh two and uh um Put in the remainder... About six feet. I guess Reese can do that math on the fly. Not a goblin, then. If it's a fae, then likely a she or troll. Depends on the musculature. Either Kith is capable of such violence, though only the she would curry the favor and influence necessary to obfuscate their actions. Maybe, but moving through shadow, if that's what they're doing, a mystic, you know, a, a she... With talent that's like magic, but it but it ain't. Um, Mystic would be outed and likely killed or drafted in the Queen's God with that kind of gift. Even for us, it's tough as fuck to walk shadow because it ain't just a charm that's doing it. These charms, are they only possible for goblins? The fox sounds a little too interested. I'm guessing in hindsight, I'll regret being so loose-lipped to a fucking trickster, but priorities, you know? There are small charms for each kith and clan. Reese responds. The goblins can do more. Generally, each clan can do their own specific charms. I cannot do what Nick can do. I was born in a different clan, but the charms of my birth clan do come quite naturally to me. Then there are those born in darkness, yet in the light. He glances to me. Was there anything odd about... He looks at the kitsune. I believe we will help with your search, as it will likely connect to ours. Was that your intent, Nick? I shrug. Well, it took all the fun out of saying it myself, but yeah, why not? I figured this was going to be a twofer to find my client's item and solve a murder. If it think is a killer and more deaths, that's a bonus. If it means that Lady Shiko Akimura will be grateful to the goblins, well shit, that's Christmas fucking morning. I spit in my palm and extend my hand. We'll take the fucking case. End of chapter 18. Chapter 19. What you smiling about, huh? We're on the blue line, lunch over. And I just got off the phone with cousin Damon, who's going to meet us in hour at his place in North Beckett. Gives me time to run through stuff in my head. Because I got a second feeling about what I'm suspecting, buddy. That many additional killings and you didn't miss a beat. Seeking answers and justice for the murdered. Reese is next to me. And we're being avoidant because we're on the train and I've gone into how humans see us. I have to ask where all this comes from. I chuckle, shake my head. I read. It's that simple. You can't read as many books as I do without developing a firm moral foundation. And the life I lead tends to test it as needed. 
I wish I could be one of those guys who rattles off a dozen books of religion, philosophy, and then sips an espresso. Well, if it's a bit, it's from literature. I read no round romance novels, yeah, for you ask. Since I ain't ever getting an HGA, I might as well read about other people's. How about you? What do I read? If you want, but I was asking why you're helping me on this. This shit's gonna test those oaths, and I don't want you dying just because you wanted to tag along. Why are you throwing in with me? You know, looking at all these murders when uh, I trail off. Uh, I just made it fucking awkward, didn't I, buddy? Fuck me. When I'm an assassin. He sighs. A red cap assassin. Oh, fuck. I... I, I, I'm sorry. That came out bad. I was taken from my family at the age of seven, shipped off to America at eight, and the next twelve years were spent learning your clan's arts. My dipping was a brownie who had poisoned his master, but instead murdered the master's son. It was different from killing my uncle. That was protection, keeping my brother safe. This... I was nothing more than a knife guided by the hand of the queen. I... I touch his arm, squeeze it gently. Yet, you don't gotta say anymore. I do. I accepted it as my life, my purpose, to be the blade of Atropos. Flit the threads, and I was good at it. Quick, clean, as little awareness and suffering as possible. I thought that granted me some solace, a way to rationalize it. I've been doing this for nine years, and I never thought I could be anything else. But, maybe... Working with you, I can. No, buddy, I don't kiss him. Though, though I would have reason. A hug is better in these kind of situ situations. It's more empathetic. Also, we're on a fucking train that has a computerized voice that keeps repeating the same fucking advisories to not vandalize the train and that there's transit cops around. You get used to it. Sides. I don't give a fuck, because he has me back. It needs to feel warm around him, which, yeah, needs to pause in my head, because uh, I'm very anti-killing, and he does it for a fucking career. Now, don't think I forgot about Tom. Would never have to wonder if he's gonna off somebody because some noble told him to. He is the fucking noble, and ain't nobody who can tell him to do shit. Also, yeah, the sex is earth-shaking with him, but... That Puka got a genetic advantage or something. And I ain't forgot my feelings for him either. I mean, I can't exactly brush him off. And I fucking know one sniff and he'll know the reason I did the deed and I ain't got no fucking clue how we'll take it. Fuck. Even I can smell how well Reese and I sense complement each other. You see, scent is big with us goblins. N not in a gross way. It speaks to our humanity, too. Did you know that humans can just smell what kind of person they're into just by sniffing their clothes even if they ain't ever met? Same for us. Mom and Pa didn't fall in love because they had that, but it certainly got their attention. And now, my body's telling me to give this goblin more of my attention. My heart's getting on board, too, goddammit. You see, uh, this is why I read romance novels instead of trying to live them, you know? 
This shit will be solved with some witty banter and minimal fucking stakes. Instead, I'm dealing with a puka who wants to marry me, despite a majesty telling him to find a spouse who ain't a goblin, and me breaking up with him. And a professional killer who could fucking die if I don't solve this case the right way. So I'm going to try. Uh, focusing on work. I'm sure there's got to be at least one romance, but it turns out okay. So, end the hug. After one last inhale of ascent. He does the same. We're both in the same fucking boat, buddy. Consider and I just ramped up the workload for this? I gotta check in with Tom, too. He probably still got connections with the police, so... I can ask him to look into the deaths of, you know, the city that... Deaths in the city that fit the ammo of the O'Hare killing. I take a breath. I thought I had things with him, you know, for a minute at the diner. He didn't accept that. More, I uh, told him it weren't going to work out between the two of us, two of us, and then I um, hung up on him. I glance at Reese, and yeah, that's a disapproving look, buddy. I know, I know. He shakes his head. I know, I know. Can't really see what this is until I clear the air with him. Make sure he gets the message this time. I take out my phone and run through the list to find him. He ain't my contacts. More I know his number and the called by thrum of numbers. I'm about to tap it, then look at Reese. I, uh, think I should meet him alone. So you don't think I'm, he, I already replaced or cheated. Probably best. I should check with my own contacts. Should I meet you at your place? I nod. I'll get off at the next stop. People are probably more comfortable around one goblin than two. You know what to do around the transit cops, right? At that, he smirks. Yes, Nick. Your clan taught me how to speak with the police and guard at a young age. Hands visible, fingers spread, submissive tone, no direct eye contact. Want my number if you need me to text that I made it there safe? It's sad that I felt some relief when he said that, when he asked that. Yet another point against dating a goblin instead of a privileged white boy from Shoreside. I give him my digits regardless. We tap them in, we show each other, and listen a little chuckle, at least. Sebus and Kyo in opposite screens. He winks at me when his stop comes up. I smirk and wave. Pretty sure I just... No. This ain't a crush. We talked, kissed, had sex, and... We're talking about lies and families and shit. That ain't... That ain't a crush. I don't really know what this is yet. What do I know? What I do know... It's time to rip the fucking bandage off and talk to Tom. It's a few rings before he picks up. Nick, everything okay? Shadow, it's like calling a fucking golden retriever. No, no, no. Don't make him out to be a shit so you don't feel bad. Black one, you're the shit in this case and you gotta come clean. Uh, the case is taking some turns, so I want to compare notes with you and... I need to talk to you, too. I take a breath. 
K Street Diner, okay? Sure. I'll be there in 20. Okay, okay, okay. We're both adults. Both mature, intelligent adults. This ain't gonna be as bad as I'm making it out to be. You know, it's it's a simple sit down at the diner. That's all. You'll be fine, buddy. <sighs> but you know what I hate? You know what I hate? In movies and TV shows? Fucking smash cuts. What did I do wrong? Just tell me what I need to do to make things okay again, Nick. So, uh, yeah, this ain't going like I planned. I walked in, sat down, he ordered a Reuben and fries for me. I waved it off and said I just want coffee. He asked me if I was doing okay. I said I'm doing fine, just caught up in the case. Then he starts asking about the case, how Reese is connected to it. I try to push him away from concentrating on Reese so much. He sniffed the air. And buddy, that was all she wrote. I also know now that you secrete different pheromones if you're having more tender, intimate kind of sexual encounter that implies a real connection. You also smell happier, apparently. Tom, it ain't that simple, okay? It, it ain't that, like there's a list of stuff to do to tone this around. It, it just ain't gonna work for us. I look at the table. This is in a diner. Where to humans around us, the GQ cover boy is getting his heart broke by the dirtbag piece of shit that probably reminds them of the worst boy that they knew in middle school. My coffee is set in front of me, like with a healthy shot of spit at the last minute. That really wasn't anything between us other than a crush and three times we had sex. I, I know I'm hurting you though, Tom. And I'm sorry. Okay? You deserve better. You... We both told each other that we decide what we deserve. Was that a lie? Oh, fuck, he's crying. I feel like shit. I mean, I should. But don't mean I like how this feels. At least this is going better than when I fir first broke up with my first boyfriend. You know, he was a poke too. And eventually, you get tired of the games, no matter how good the sex is. Though, it was good enough to make me put off tumping him for a couple of weeks. Just... Just tell me what I need to do, please. <sighs> Tom, focus, okay? I need you thinking with your head now, not your heart. Really look what's at what's between us, Tom. I push the coffee away. I can... Drink practically whatever, but that don't mean I wanna. Really look. And tell me if it looks like a healthy, two-way street kind of relationship. Ah, fuck. I should have gotten the info out for the case out of him first. Fuck me. You have that with someone you met a couple days ago. Thanks, Tom. Now I'm a cheating fuckbag as well as the big asshole. Pretty sure I ain't gonna be able to eat here for a while. Tom, don't bring him into this. I felt like this before I even ever met him, okay? I grit my teeth. That was a slip.
you wanted to break up with me, but you wanted to wait until after I helped you chase down a box truck? I mean, I, I was dropping hints during the ride, but that don't help me either way. Tom, I'm not telling you it's over. I see hope in his eyes. Fuck. Tom, I'm telling you it never began. You said you loved me! He slams the table. Now we're really getting everyone's attention. You told me when you thought I was asleep. Tom, that was one of the most stressful times of my life. My pa died. I was put on the hook for three murders. The guy who did it put me in the hospital. I got caught up again and dipped my cap, saving your life for a sting you set up where I was bait. I rub my face. and We've had this conversation how many times? I'm tired of having it. Ain't you? Don't want to give up on us, Nick. There's the tears, Black One. You're a certified asshole now. I can't keep talking in circles, Tom. This... It ain't a relationship if one of us don't want to be in it, okay? All this is doing is hurting you and me to keep dragging it out. Just please, Tom. Let me go. Move on from me. Find a way for you to be happy that... Don't center on me, yeah? I feel dagger eyes on me from the other customers, staff, and the dragon in the kitchen. I'm the villain here, so I gotta accept that. Like you said, you get used to it. End of chapter 19. Chapter... 20. So, yeah. I ain't really welcome back at the K Street Diner no more. Not surprised, really. The humans? Tom's a super attractive, charismatic, friendly cop. I've gone over how humans see me, and I ain't in the mood to rehash for you, buddy. You understand, right? No more French toast for me, it looks like. Yeah, that's right. Crack a joke or two. No further on the investigation, and I burned a source for personal reasons. I, I gotta believe I made the right decision. And that weren't because of Reese. It wasn't. It's more... He brought shit into focus. Got me off the fence. I wanted to finally make a decision, so I did. Still. Shit like that shakes you, buddy. So I need a minute of three. I could text Reese, but... Seems kind of shitty to interrupt whatever he's doing with the, uh... Hey! I broke up with my ex! We're in the clear! <sighs> Fuck. You gotta talk to someone. Do something. I'll end up dwelling on it, and my day will get worse, and that ain't gonna help Bridget or any of the other people that fuckbag slit. I have to train for the 69th and K out to 90th and B into the Benedict. Gives me time to give a better look at the armor that's currently covering my whole right arm and shoulder now. I usually get space on the train, but might as well have my own car right now. I'll blame it on heading out to the Benedict before 5 in the afternoon. Not that no one wants to be within 15 feet of me. Not because I'm just so mumpy. Not because I'm some mopey motherfucker or anything. 
I get off at 90th and V, down the stairs from the station, out to the not-so-great parts of the Benedict, where I used to live before all this. My building has a share of signs reading condemned in all notices from the Board of Health. Now that I ain't living there for a month, let's just say my nose deafness has faded and I hurry on. East into the industrial slums, where factories are still for sale, most of them picked apart by scavengers or by companies that own them just long enough to dig out whatever machinery's left. People used to believe that would mean jobs, you know, bring some life back to the Benedict, but the most that this homage to the Rust Belt has been are places for shell companies to park cash and launder shit. As a result, no trespassing signs are to be ignored. Easy enough to duck into the shell of a warehouse or industrial space, and who knows? I know Mythics ain't coming out here because of the burn marks on the concrete and brick. I don't mean like fire burning, I mean like acid burns. There's a rumor, which us Easties know is true, that there's a dragon that claimed the Benedict as his domain. A black dragon. The kind that breathed acid instead of fire. He's been around long as I remember, but he keeps to himself lest he start fucking with his territory. Only reason that Prince Firemane and the Twin Blood Enclave are still around is because of how close to Grunstadt they are. I think I mentioned the Necromancer earlier. They've been seen together, that's all as I know. And it's another reason why I ain't, I ain't reaching out to a Keth on my current case. Alright. Enough stolen. I extend my right arm. Uh, okay, um... Sheer? Sherry? I ain't got no fucking clue what to call you, but can you come out, I guess? Nothing. Uh, fuck me. Does it gotta be sigil every time? Oh, fuck me. Fine. Um, extend and string. Shook, 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 shook. The fuck? Now, uh, don't get me wrong, I know my sigil, but not that quick off the top of my head. The bow is in my hand, and it's practically from my ankle to just over the top of my head. This is definitely, clearly not a bow that is intended for goblins. Also, I ain't got any experience with archery save a laughable sit in gym class where I snapped the string against my fingers and sent the arrows tumbling ass over tea kettle and bouncing on the dirt. Okay, uh, the grip this fits best in my right hand. I guess this is how you hold it. Now what? Uh, okay, give me a sec, buddy. I gotta look up this kind of bow on my phone. Okay, um, it's a compound bow. The big gears at the top and bottom are called cams or, um, eccentrics? He uses pulleys. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I understand pulleys and levers. I think I'm getting in... Uh, just, uh... Need an arrow. Hey, uh... Do you, um... Make your own arrows? Because <laughs> I ain't taking the train to a lord or find a fucking sporting good stuff. Fuck! Fuck, 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 fuck! Ah, oh, fuck, can you do this without sucking my blood? Fuck!
grit my teeth looking at it. Figures it'd be just like the fan brace. Do all the fucking magical weapons need blood to work? All right. Well, the van brace is on the bow now. So my form's finally visible and... Oh, Shadow, that's a... A lot of puncture wounds. A few on my right palm, too. B buddy, buddy, uh, you gotta stop doing that, okay? It hurts. It's making me lightheaded and that ain't what I need right now. I glance at the bull proper. And it gotta be just as bad? I did that whole mystical bullshit thing talking to some weird-ass old ladies, telling them that you, that you belong to me, and now you're hurting me too? I dropped the bow, shaking my hand. The wounds on my hand closed, but I can see the monks. I can see the monks from where it drank from me. You hear that, huh? Glare at the weapon. You do not harm me, Ao. Fuck, again with the unbidden sigil. Where am I getting these words from? But there's a reaction. The grip pops, snaps, and looks like the van brace is coming loose, but it don't. It's more like it opens, as if I can stick my hand in there, and I ain't sticking my hand in there. <laughs> I hook my fingers into it and try to pull it free, but it don't budge. Uh, come on, buddy, just let go of the bow. Yeah? Nothing. Release Ao, Jarathi. Where the fuck am I getting these names? You see, this is what happens when you try to extend yourself beyond being a thief and try to sneak in some heroics. Get the attention of the fates... And they fuck up your life. Still, Shadow says, you know, pops free from the Aeolian Shear, which is a sentence I feel so fucking chunibio. Uh, which is a sentence that I feel so fucking chunibio for thinking. Oh, uh, quick and dirty, it's when middle schoolers live in their heroic or edgelord fantasies. I pick up the Vambrace, which clamps around my forearm again. It's a little concerning how weird it felt not having it on my arm. I pick up the bow and look between the two of them. Okay, uh, both of you are staying separate. You don't play nice together. And you, uh, Ao, you know, you still owe me a fucking arrow. <sighs> Nothing. Well, I might as well practice holding it. Okay, I draw with my left hand, I guess. Fuck, this feels awkward. Am I doing it right? Check my phone again. Hold it in the off hand. Draw with the main hand. Oh, I got it. I, I'm, I got it in the wrong hand. Okay, it don't feel right in the left hand. Ah, so it's a rarity. It's made for a fucking lefty. And I ain't one of them. She don't give a fuck. They're all fucking ambient shit. Because why give assholes physical limits? Ah, fuck it. I'll try it. Uh, the drawing too bad. Maybe 50 pounds. All the dance about core and gymnastics gets you fit enough that it ain't too tall of an order, even with the offhand. All the gears and levers hold the draw easy. The weight on the front keeping it steady and... 
my fingers are holding a black arrow in place. It's shocking enough that I let go. The arrow loosed, I think they call it. It slams into the far wall. But don't embed itself or break or bounce off a brick. Don't explode or anything. Or have some big sparkly shit. It's just darkness where it hit. Okay. Well, in the science books I read, none of it means jack or shit if I can't repeat the same action to get the same results. Otherwise, it ain't worth studying. Still, better aim it at another part of the wall a few feet away. <laughs> Look at me, buddy. Like I could fucking aim this thing that accurate. Okay, um, time to train the muscles if I'm gonna keep you around. Uh, AL. Take the stance from the video. Huh. There's a little ring looking thing snapped into the grip. Vambrace must have been covering it. Uh, according to my phone, it's a hinge release. All right. Uh, hook it to the string. Draw. Hold it steady. Aim with a sight. Uh, take a breath. Exhale. Roll the trigger down. And... Huh. Another big blotch of darkness on the wall a few feet away. Well, being close to human means you're just as stupidly curious as the real thing. So I place my palm into the darkened patch. And... Oh, fuck! I tumble into the fucking void. Oh, shit. What's gonna... Where am I gonna end? It's so fucking cold. Where am... Hold on. Ain't this where I just left? I turn around and see the patch of darkness, but... Not the one I fell into. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. I've seen this before. Hell, I've been through this before. It was the key to how Lord Greenmeadow and Gus Butler got killed. There was a gate in his basement to a closet in South Alor, which was used by the Red Cap that almost got fucking that almost fucking killed me in July. This this ain't just darkness on this wall, buddy. It's shadow. Okay, okay. Gotta confirm. Need to be sure that this is actually happening. Okay, I scan the building. See a platform on the second floor next to the wall. Hope I can hit up there. Okay, draw, steady, aim, steady, exhale, loose. Uh, yeah, that's a shitty shot. Uh, what do you expect? I ain't a fucking legendary archer or any of that shit. I'm just surprised I ain't snapped the string or something. So yeah, I don't hit shit. No new door to shadow. Also, ain't safe to leave those things out here. Uh, okay, um, you want to hear sigils, so... Close. The inky black almost gets absorbed into the wall, like water drying in the sun or a sponge sucking it up. At least I know the things can be temporary. So, I got a bow that makes doors through shadow. Always good to know. Yeah, that's always good use for that without having to slit someone for the blood. Okay, uh... Ayo? Got any other tricks? Like, 
against a goblin without killing him? You see what my pa's side of the family can be like, buddy. It shouldn't be too much of a stretch that I'm curious. Yeah, I don't want to hit nobody, but so I aim up, like straight up. And I'm going to get out of the damn way, obviously. I ain't fucking stupid. When I aim at the sky, the arrow seems a bit more silvery. Looks weird. Like it's scored. And the arrowhead's a spiral looking thing. Weird carbon, too. Don't look like it's going to kill anyone, at least. So, draw, aim, steady, and. Holy fucking fuck! That's a fucking loud! Holy fucking shit! The uh, arrow! It's making a really high-pitched, really fucking loud whistle that is not meant for goblin ears to hear. Oh, fucking shadow, my ears are still fucking ringing. Are they fucking bleeding? Shit, I can't hear anything right now. Just high-pitched whine. Why is the ground shaking? Here's what I know. That shaking came from behind me. Here's what else I know. The wall separating the interior of the room factory ain't there no more. What I do, what I wish I didn't know, buddy, the fucking black dragon of the Benedict just landed behind me and he looks fucking pissed. And what I really wish I didn't know, what tends to happen after a dragon takes a deep fucking breath. End of chapter 20. For people who came in tonight, you can buy Sell the Score on BlackWarrenBooks.com, Amazon, Smashwords, or wherever else that ebooks are sold. Special thanks going out to Renard Defero tonight for reading for Reese Llewellyn and Tom Canmore. Thanks going out to Kez for reading for Ms. Fallingleaf. And thank you going out to Sky for reading for Shiko Akimura tonight. And I am Course and Von Ardemont, and I read for uh, Nick Blackwarren. And I also stepped in for Dave tonight, reading for Vincenzo Giancelacusa. So with that... I am grateful for everyone who stopped by. Hopefully the episode for this reading will be on the Spotify um, playlist basically uh, next week around this time. The Spotify show for Blackhorn Books is simply called Alora Public Radio, A-L-L-O-R-A Public Radio. You should be able to find it on Spotify under podcasts. Also, we are going to be putting out more episodes featuring interviews with authors, Black Warren staff, and a very special episode that we will be recording in February with four very special guests discussing LGBTQ authors and characters in basically in the genre of horror. Make sure to keep an eye out for that. Again, you can reach us and follow us at BLK Warren Books at Twitter. 
Black War and just Black Warren Books at Instagram and Facebook. Once again, I thank everyone for coming tonight, and I hope to see you all next week. Have a great night and a great weekend.